Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grow With Us. My name is Evan Barton, and I'm your host who helps create conversations with the innovators and leaders of a growing tech center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Grow With Us podcast highlights the work of community leaders, tech entrepreneurs, nonprofit professionals, and talent development advocates in Tulsa. Grow With Us is a podcast of In Tulsa, and Tulsa's mission is to connect talented individuals and companies to stimulate economic growth in Tulsa and to create more prosperous communities across the region. Each episode, Grow With Us discusses the growth of opportunities, the growth of communities striving for change, or the tech and innovation that is changing the landscape of Tulsa. On this episode of Grow With Us, we're in conversation with Trey Thaxton, the CEO and creative director of Gold Mill Co. We discuss his work with brands like Greenwood Avenue, Fire in Little Africa, and Silhouette Sneakers, the creative process behind building and marketing a brand, and the future of Gold Mill Co. in Tulsa. Trey, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Evan. It's an honor, man. This it's is, an honor. Yeah. I, thank you so much for being on. I, th- I think we're going to have a great episode here. I'm really excited to kind of talk about the, the topics that we're going to talk about today. Um, I had the pleasure of getting coffee with you a couple weeks ago. Yes, sir. Um, maybe last week. But yeah. Shout out to Triangle. Was yeah, that Triangle. Yeah. That was my first time being there. Same. Hey, I'll, and I'll be back. Yeah, I liked it. Was it. Good um, but it was great to, to connect with you there and uh, kind of really laid the foundation for what we're going to talk about in this episode. And I'm, I am really excited to, for you to share your story and kind of your entrepreneurial journey with our Grow With Us audience. So yes, sir. go ahead and uh, introduce yourself and tell us your story in whatever way you feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, uh, again, it's an honor to be here. I appreciate the time. Uh, my name is Trey Thaxton. Uh, I am CEO and career director of a company called Gold Mill. How far did we go back? I was born in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, 1987. Um, uh, I've been in Tulsa for over half my life now. Um, I'll be 36 this year, which is bananas. But yeah, I moved to Tulsa when I was 11 years old, so didn't really have a choice. Uh, my parents came here to go to join a ministry. And uh, I went to, uh, again, was 11 years old, turning 12 that summer. Uh, went to Union uh, Elementary School. Grew up and went to the high school there. I graduated 2005, went to OSU in Omogi to study design. Um, that's really how I got into what I'm doing now. I actually played basketball at Union for a couple of years. I actually got cut my senior year, which is how it I... Happens. It happens. It happens to the, to the best of us. It happened to Jordan. You yeah. Know, look at him now. Look, look at us now. Look at us now. <laughs> but yeah, so that's how I got into design. So I took a Photoshop class my senior year. And that's when I found out like what a designer was, that that was an actual... Thing and I went. To, my mom found OSU in Omogi, and I went there and graduated with a degree from there. It was a two-year program. Uh, learned advertising, and um, yeah, that's what, kind of what got me into my career. So I worked for an ad agency here in town called Station Eight for two years. After I graduated, I left there to go help a friend start a youth ministry. When I was twenty-five, that's where my wife at. Served there for about five years, and then stepped down to start Gold Mill, and uh, kind of into twenty seventeen. And yeah, been running that that ever since. That's awesome. Yeah. I know. I, I love your story. We have a, a little bit of similarity kind of say, came to Tulsa around the same time yeah. in our lives. And I feel like, you know, middle and high school is mm-hmm. a time where you're trying to figure out who, oh, who, bro. who's me, who do I want to be? Who <laughs> exactly. are all these other people too? Exactly. And why do they have everything to say about me? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was, I remember crying, like being in my room crying when we first moved here. Cause I mean, I'm from Illinois around mm-hmm. Chicago area. And my parents like Oklahoma. I was like, Oklahoma, like, yeah. this is pre, like, Instagram, all the things, so I couldn't really see it. Like, where's that? Yeah, I was like, do we have to go to school on, like, a, a horse? Like, do we <laughs> live in, uh, I don't know, like, what What does that even mean? So, yeah. Everyone's first impressions of, of Oklahoma, I think, more broadly, but then once, I think, Tulsa, specifically, it's it's kind of 
really different and and it's never what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think we've that's kind of a theme that's come up on the 100%. podcast quite a bit. It's just that you know people come to Tulsa with preconceived notions and. Uh, I think the city gets a chance to prove them wrong or prove them right. <laughs> and most times, <laughs> most times I think it proves them wrong in a, in a good way. So yeah. that's it's kind of exciting. Speaking of For Tulsa, sure. you know, like kind of what has your relationship been with the city? You know, how's it kind of uh, played a role in uh, your different roles and, and the way you interact with them? Yeah, well, definitely. It's I've grown up here, become a, a man and an adult here. So Tulsa has been a big part of my life. Um, I think when I've been 11, 12, I'm not paying attention to the, the, the city or what's around. And, but just being able to see it grow in the last you know 10 plus years has been phenomenal. I think it's just the trajectory of where it's headed right now. And uh, my wife's actually from California. She always talks about moving back. There's no, I always says there's no scenery here, but uh, we both are here because we believe like it's really is the people. Like yeah. that's one thing I can say for sure is less than the, the city or the the jobs here is really about like the people in the community. I think it's why We've stayed so long. It's, I've never met a group of people who are so for other people than I have here. And yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. So my relationship with the city is really more so like it's, it's the people here. And I think you've also probably got, if you don't mind me diving into this a little bit, but probably like a faith-based uh, community here too, which yeah. I think I think can really tie you to a place if, yeah. if you're in community with folks 100%. in that space. I feel like Tulsa is one of the, maybe the only or one of the few places where you'll hear, meet somebody's like, why are you, how'd you get to Tulsa? And they say either God brought me here or came to go to RU or Rama or RU, like school. So yeah. it's one of the few places I've, I've heard people say, God told me to move to Tulsa. Yeah, so, and Transformation yeah. Church like has a huge presence here too. And, I, and I, I've, I've heard lots of folks say that that's why I'm here is yeah. because of Transformation. For so sure. I, I think it's really interesting too, just um, everyone's communities here in the city can be so vastly different. Um, you know, me personally, I don't necessarily have a faith-based mm-hmm. community, but um, I, I think I have a community that is, uh, that fills my cup in the same way, mm-hmm. you know, helps affirms my identity, affirms my beliefs. Um, and I, for me, that's the LGBT community. And so uh, I like that, you know, you and I both get to have different elements of the, uh, the community part for sure. um, in, in, in a city like Tulsa. And, and we know we know names, we know faces, we know where to go mm-hmm. to be filled up. And we know when to be excited because our community is telling us that this is happening. And I, I think it's a really cool element. of Exactly. It. Yeah, it's huge. So um, kind of talking a little bit more professionally, I, I'm, I'm really jazzed to kind of talk about Gold Milko and, yeah. and everything that you guys are doing. So um, for those of you that have been in Tulsa for the past few years, you might recognize some of the brands that you guys have worked on, like uh, the Greenwood Avenue brand, which you're, work- you're wearing right now, I love, <laughs> uh, Fire and Little Africa, Silhouette Sneakers and Art, um, super amazing and impactful Thank brands you. here Thank in you. the city. So Go ahead and tell us the origin and impact of Gold Mill. Yeah. So, um, again, started that in 2017. And I worked um, for agency before starting it and then worked in ministry after leaving that first agency job. And I think for me, like as a and I've told Jesse this in the past, like as a designer, like when I was in school, like the pinnacle of design was like if I could ever just work for the NBA or Nike, like I would have that my career complete like yeah. Thanos five rings snap I'm good <laughs> we're done we, we, we won um but after working in ministry for a while I was like you know what if I'm gonna do this for the next 20 30 years before I retire like I want to make sure that everything I touch like has real value I don't want to just have to just sell cars and clothes and things that like I really just fools go to the end of the day that's supposed to bring you joy yeah. I was in a meeting um well talking to a friend about a meeting one time with our old boss and um I won't say the the name of the casino but it was one of the casinos and we were in, they were in a room and the owners came in and was like, okay, guys, how do we, let's sell some false hope today. And I was like, <laughs> it just didn't sit right. I was like, is that really like what we're doing out here? It's like, yeah. it's, not, it's not worth my time and, and my, it's not purpose for me. 
So I was like, how can I do what I love to do, but also be in purpose? That's a, that's a big part of um, what I talk to our staff about, my family, my wife, kids is really like finding purpose. Yeah. And I do believe I'm gifted in this area. And right now I'm, I'm focused on like creating a space. And I believe that's going to be, that is and will be Gold Mill to create a place that has and creates value. Yeah. So our, our goal right now is to create brands that uplift, inspire, and shine. So it's uplifting our community, uplifting other people. If we can inspire others to be in purpose themselves and then just shine just by being a light through what we do. So like Greenwood Ave is a product of one of those things. So that started in um, 2018, just as a way to, again, uplift other black entrepreneurs based off the, of the history of Greenwood in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, started as a t-shirt line, became a video series, again, telling more stories about black entrepreneurs. And now we re- recently launched a magazine uh, back in January of this year that does the same thing, just storytelling around, um, not really the masker side of the history, but the uh, what happened, what was there before, what was there after, and, and how people are carrying on that spirit. So yeah. um, that's really the the impetus of Goldmill. We want to do things that inspire people to, um, to be in purpose, inspire people to follow their dreams and passions, and hopefully... Uh, yeah, live out their dreams. That's amazing. No, I I, I love that. I'm going to dive deep into yeah. some of these because uh, I think something for me that I, I don't know if I can mark it in time or anything, but just uh, something that I, I've conceptualized for just my experience here in Tulsa is that like in high school is when I first learned about the about Greenwood, mm-hmm. Greenwood Ave, the massacre and everything. And first of all, I'll just throw it out there too late. <laughs> I was already 15 Thanks. years old, already made so many preconceived notions. And then to be confronted with like a, the history of my city, I, I feel like I should have known about it mm-hmm. for way longer. Um, and so then I learned about it in high school and went to a, a high school in Tulsa that was, you know, directly affected by uh, the legacy and history of the Tulsa race massacre. And so to have heard about it then, and then for some time to have gone by and, you know, me finish my whole experience at Booker T, which is in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, then we, I went off to college and it was like, I was trying to think about like, you know, what, whenever telling people about like Tulsa, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, there's this thing that happened here. You might've heard about this. And most of the time the, my peers were like, no, I didn't hear about that. Mm-hmm. Or even uh, some, only some of my like history professors mm-hmm. or things like that. And so coming back to Tulsa kind of, periodically throughout my like four years and stuff like the presence of Greenwood was only growing and mm-hmm. was starting and and I am going to give you credit for that in, in the sense of like it didn't just start as a t-shirt line <laughs> in the sense that like yes those are the physical products but that started putting Greenwood out there again um, not that it wasn't out there yeah. but like the fact that people the visibility True. creates so much I think um, just like frequency for people yeah. and and i i don't want to I, I guess that's like a an important element <laughs> of like advertising and those things like just knowing that the things that you are doing cause an impact on people every time they see it like i appreciate you know that. I, I know 1921 i know what that means every time i see it and i associate it with this city where i'm at right now yeah. and i think that's pretty impactful and, and you could take that probably with all of these other brands that you've worked on like fire in little africa creating this like r&b and like hip-hop like musical production here yeah. essentially and like that's it's so cool that the the city and and these brands have the ability to like really showcase who they are through their visuals and in the way that people interact with them 100 yeah i appreciate that and my hope again using these gifts I, I can do we can do logo design and that all is storytelling whether it be a magazine a t-shirt a, a logo and for me it's really about like what are the stories that we're telling so we can create brands for any company but i want to again why we're choosing, like making sure our yeses are important. 
um, why we're choosing these types of brands because they it matters. And when people, I've had people come into our pop-up shop and like literally with tears in their eyes, like I had no idea this happened or grew up here my whole life. I literally yeah. didn't know this existed. Like there's a reason that, that needs to happen. And not to always like, think of like a lot of black movies and things it's always like the trauma but like what we're trying to do is like show the uplifting side of that Hello. so we, we can be that be that light again yeah. in this arena so how we got work with Fire and Little Africa is Stevie Johnson um, saw our brand Greenwood Ave we did a collab with a company called Breakout and so I met him uh, and I went to high school with Steph Simon actually oh nice so yeah so I've known him for a long time but he didn't know I was working on this and we kind of reconnected and Helped build out the brand for that. I met Coop, who owns Silhouette, three years ago when she first started through Greenwood Ave. Yeah. So she was the first person to also carry our merch there. So that was a great collaboration. It's not only been a way to uh, uplift Greenwood entrepreneurs, but also a way for me to be able to connect with other people and show what we're doing and what we're capable of. And, and when that brand resonates with them, we're able to just make a con another connection. I want to jump into the talk a little bit more about the storytelling piece because I think it's I think it's really important um, to talk about like the collaboration that it takes to do that. Yeah. Um, maybe kind of talk to me a little bit about what those first conversations were like with these entrepreneurs and how were their visions communicated to you? And then what what inspired you to bring them to life? Yeah, that's a great question. We'll, I guess we'll stay, we can stay on these two for sake of time. Uh, I'll say for Fire Little Africa for sure. I sat down with uh, Chris Davis and um, uh, Stevie who were executive producing it and I've known, known Chris for a little bit, um, but that was our first time actually working together. But when they told me, hey, we're working on a project, we know you work with Greenwood Ave, we want to do something around celebrating that history, uh, obviously piqued my interest. But when they told me the name, I was already in. He was like, I was like, what's it, what's it called? It's like Final Little Africa. I was, I'm in. I already got it. It, it yeah. immediately just like clicked and I saw all the visuals. But um, that that first those first conversations were just kind of like giving me free reign to create something around it. And I think just, why I try to do things uh, intentionally and in excellence is it makes those conversations a lot easier. So for that, it wasn't like a, we need, you know, 20 comps or 30 ideas. It was like, we trust you. So yeah. really like first idea kind of won, honestly. Um, and because it was it already meant a lot to me and I knew um, where they were trying to go with it. Like those those collaborative conversations were pretty easy just because we had already built that trust through the brand that they already knew about. So yeah, um, yeah the Farmer Africa was an amazing project. I still think there's a lot of meat on the bone, so to speak, of what that potential is. But yeah, yeah the brand, the, the lettering from that brand was taken from some of the postcards that were sent out from back in the day like that. Those typography, we, we recreated that and made that be the font for the brand, which That's again, awesome. had that kind of element undertone in, in there as well. And then Silhouette, I met Coop. Um, I don't put her on blast, but she, <laughs> she had a couple things she was about to do. And it wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't, it wasn't the best. I don't know who did it before, but um, again, just kind of had that, had that trust. And I met her through a mutual friend, Brandon Oldham, um, connected us. And uh, yeah, he had built trust with him. And he said, hey, Trey can help you. And she, she trusted me to slightly shun what she was working on before and be able to present some other ideas. So we went through maybe a couple of iterations, but Alison now is like tattooed on her leg, which is the first time I've ever had a, oh, that, a piece I've done. Cool. Oh yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Cried in the shower for sure. That was te tears <laughs> of joy for sure. Um, first time somebody has like tattooed a logo I made on their leg, which I know I mean, like, yeah. you're kind of married to it now. Oh, you can get yeah. it removed, I guess, technically, but. <laughs> you wouldn't want to, it's, no, it's no, too cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, but to do something that like is a staple in Tulsa and probably the world eventually, what she's, what she's doing now, outside of just a sneaker shop is really amazing, but to be able to be with these people when they're getting started and have them trust me to 
bring their vision to life, like that honestly means a lot to me. So yeah. Yeah. I I, I love that part. And I don't think you put her on blast at all. I think it's so <laughs> I, I think there's a certain humility that entrepreneurs either mm-hmm. need to have or probably <laughs> uh, do have already. And I, and I think she's kind of more the latter where, you yeah, know, no, you, you're, you're growing, you're not, you're not married to anything until mm-hmm. it feels right. And you were the, you were able to come in and make it feel right. Yeah, so for sure. Well, I think too, I mean, you, we have, I'm, I'm not recording this podcast because I will be terrible at it. That's why Jesse's here. Like we are, <laughs> yeah, we got to put aces in our places, you know, like yep. you're doing an amazing job as host. That's not me. So <laughs> I think when we're all in our spot, and I think Tulsa is getting better at that mm-hmm. is we will all play our part like we can all win um i heard this analogy um uh, from felicia hatcher she's the ceo of black ambition and she was talking about um a piece of the pot a piece of the pie is like that's kind of a flawed analogy because once we eat it it's gone yeah and like if she's talking about like if we, we eat from the garden then we all can eat but we also have seeds then we can plant those seeds like for the next generation so mm-hmm. i think tulsa um at least our, the community i'm part of i really feels like embodies that where we can all eat like nobody it's really more about collaboration over competition and if someone else that we do a brand for grows and and becomes a billion dollar company great now we branded a billion dollar company now we if they went coop successful i'm successful friend little africa successful i'm successful so that's kind of how we try to approach our project that's a great analogy i like that a lot it's it's i feel like a similar one is like you know a seat at the table and it's like well how big can the table get everyone's (laughs) got a seat but like this garden analogy because a garden can be however big it needs to be 100 100 I also want to talk a little bit about um, this print magazine of, yes. the, of the Greenwood app. I, I think I, I, maybe my question is uh, kind of what, what made you want to go print? I think <laughs> for me, the reason I asked that question yeah. is that, you know, I, I feel like there might be this idea or notion that prints like a dying media or mm-hmm. whatever. And, you know, we don't, everyone's online, everyone's on their mm-hmm. phones. I I'm not trying to sit here and say I'm like a purist <laughs> or anything, but I, sure. I appreciate the novelty of the tactile, opening sure. things up, looking at pages, things like that. And so uh, I, I think it's I think it's really cool that print is <laughs> print is still valid. It's like the digital and analog. There's there's so much merit to to each different medium, and and I think that you probably I think you nailed that with this Thank magazine you. and um, kind of what was that process like for you? Yeah, for sure. Well, I again my background was in. in print design, branding and print design. So that was always something I've always loved. I love like the smell of a book or a magazine of those pages. Like you said, the tactile, feeling yeah. the paperweight, the cover, like that all like matters. I think we lose a lot of that with digital. And the beauty of like the brand is we can, we have these different touch points of like, there's the video series, it's just online. There's the merch, which people can wear, but then this print piece is another way we can get and tell stories just in a different version. And I think for, for me, just I'm a lover of print and I do like the, the novelty of that. And for me, it's, if we did it just a digital version, I can just see people like those look at the pictures and not read the words and just scroll right past it and just gone. But I think for this, like it can be on a coffee table, it can be on a, a bookshelf, it can be passed around and shared. And it's really beautiful imagery, but the stories are actually really in-depth as well. Like we spent a lot of time writing those and got different writers for different subjects. But yeah, I think there's beauty in, in that print and being able to touch it and feel and, and see yourself reflected in those pages. Like uh, I think it's I think it's a beautiful thing. And uh, the the idea of Greenwood Ave, the 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 theme, the ethos for all that we're doing is Greenwood Ave is everywhere. And I think this gives us a way to, again, not just be online, but it, it is everywhere. We're in print too. So, yeah. yeah. I think I've kind of jumped around this okay. question with uh, some other ones, but, you know, it's, it's kind of apparent from your company's portfolio that there's a real concerted effort for developing these Tulsa-based companies and brands. So, 
you know, with Greenwood Avenue and, and Fire in Little Africa, how has like the history mm -hmm. of Tulsa played a role in the storytelling for these brands? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're both obviously ba based and rooted in the history of Black Wall Street and Greenwood. And I, I would say clearly and like without any shame, like, I, it was not on my radar like before 2017, 18. I just it wasn't, I just wasn't thinking about it and had a, was having a conversation with Brandon Oldham before I started the brand. And it's like, you know what, I want to use these gifts to help tell, share this part of the story. And that has led to some other projects and things um, being attached to Greenwood Ave. So uh, I would say it's been a, it's been a big part. And I believe in uh, being uh, in blooming where you're, you're planted. Um, and in the garden. In the garden. There you go. <laughs> it's, all coming, it's all coming back around. Um, but yeah, seriously, like I, I think it's it's trying to help where, where we are. Like I, I think, and not that we only do Tulsa work, work in Tulsa, but because we are based here, like we want to make Tulsa as is it with GKF as vibrant and inclusive as vibrant possible. Vibrant and inclusive, yeah. Um, so we, we want to help Tulsa like shine and, and be a light and do the best that we can. If we're here, like I want to, I wanted to be a part of creating a city that I wanted to live in. Um, that was part of my work when I was um, working at the churches. Like I want to, let's just, our whole thing is like, let's just create a church we want to go to. And I think for us now, being on the other side of that is like, how do we create a city we want to live in? Mm -hmm. And if if I'm, I'm seeing like Greenwood stuff outside of Tulsa, it's like, well, Tulsa should have a really high-end presence for Greenwood Ave as well. And that's what we're trying to create with that. Fire Little Africa, this is, you know, based in history. We're talking, it's going to be on, uh, we partnered with Motown. Like, it's got to, like, we got to set a standard. So try to just yeah. bump everything up as, as high as we can go and make sure we're representing ourselves, uh, representing Christ properly. And, and that's through excellence in my mind. So that's what we try to do with everything that we do. Small yeah. and big. I, I, lo I, I love that. And I, I think the, the cool part about, kind of what yeah, I think you mentioned this like with the narrative of like the magazine and also with really just the the Greenwood Avenue brand is that like yes it's there's a focus on the past mm -hmm. and what happened here that that history but there's also the legacy of that the active legacy the mm -hmm. what's happening in Tulsa now that I think you focus a lot of your narratives on now and the fact that you you know we're in 2023 wearing a Greenwood Avenue shirt that you know might say over 100 years ago sure. but there's a spirit that has existed here for, for more than a hundred years. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I think we was walking in like Walmart one day and was when it kind of, when I first started the brand, I saw like, we'll see like Harley Davidson shirts and things like that. These are like hundred year old brands. And yeah. it's like, well, Tulsa Greenwood never got a chance to like be that. So we're kind of trying to recreate. Okay. Now this is a, this is a legacy brand. I mean, legacy fest is coming this week, yeah. happening this weekend in Tulsa. I mean, it, it is, it's there and it's, and it's everywhere. And our goal really, cause there are so many different things. There's black Wall Street times. There's other, T-shirts that are here, I'm not like, again, trying to cannibalize the story, the the conversation around it because there's yeah. so many different things. There's the fight for justice. There's the um, the past. The survivors are still fighting for money. Like there's so many different areas. What I'm trying to hopefully do is um, really kind of even go outside of Tulsa and bring people back here. It's like the magazine has features from um, everywhere, from Houston, LA, New York, London, yeah. and trying to kind of bring that spirit that is everywhere back and kind of tie it back to the home base back home. Yeah, I mean, and the, the black experience isn't a monolith. And, and it's not like every black person in Tulsa has the same experience as someone mm -hmm. in Houston or whatever. But I think interacting with the history, I think that there is a similar experience that the black folks have, you know, confronting the history and then also confronting what's going yes. on here now. The, the, the legacy and, and the vibrancy that's going on now. I think, I think that's that can inspire folks uh, all across the country, not just here in Tulsa. Yes, sir. So yeah, I, I I love that we're kind of we're kind of touching on this as well. But like zooming out a little bit, what are some of the fundamentals of building a notable brand? I've been diving into like what what is our task, what is our mode of operation as a company, like when it comes to branding, because there really is so many different ways and avenues. Like no 
one company is the same, no one brand is the same, no one mission is the same. So for branding, we're really creating these specific solutions to like unique problems. And I think for a notable brand, it really is um, about what is that problem that you're solving? Like the why, it's for me, it, go, it goes back to the why. For any brand that sustains, they have a clear why, like the Nikes and the, the Apples, like they stick around because we, we all know why they exist and what they're doing with that. Um, yeah, a brand is such a, it's such a overused word nowadays. Like everybody's their own brand and yeah, I'm an icon. I got my own, it's, it's just so, <laughs> so overused. So I think for, for me, it's really about authenticity. Like yeah. if you can, if you can have that why and it can be authentic, then it will, it will work. Yeah. Um, so I think that's yeah. a, I think that's a great point. Authenticity is really, I, I feel like, a. It's like, it might be a little tagline of Gen Z, but I, or, or just really what the time yeah. we're living in right now, we want people to be real. Yeah, I, I don't want to necessarily, if I'm going to be sold something, I don't want to know that you're selling it to me. <laughs> or maybe maybe I do want to know. Right. And you tell me why, because it's important to you and, exactly. and it has this value to you. That's that's rather what I'd want instead of like all these roundabouts mm-hmm. to like the ways, I don't know, just I, I kind of see that happening yeah. in social media because obviously branding and social media and, and that piece is like a huge part of telling your story mm-hmm. visually. Um, it's real. And social, like every scroll is like, let me show you how to three day course of how to do this and yep. sell this and get your funnels. Like I honestly could literally care less about any of that stuff. So it, I even struggle with that a lot of times when we do branding and have a, our own brand that we need, have to, will help if we sold things to, you know, keep re- get revenue flowing in. But um, trying to make sure again, we, we, we're being authentic. We're not just uh, doing all kind of, sales for this and and buy this and buy that like it really wanted to have a reason behind all of that so yeah, um, yeah it, it's a I don't know if we can say authenticity in the world of AI is, which is another conversation for another day but yeah it, that's important for us it's it's very yeah it's very important and I, I'm kind of just moved into a new role and a lot of my new role is like you know telling our story understanding what our brand is and then also like working in the design and so not manipulating but you know Mm -hmm. using bits of our brand into the things that we do to tell a story in a cohesive way yeah and i'm not gonna lie it's it's hard it's a little (laughs) bit uh overwhelming sometimes you know you you feel like you have so many things to say Mm -hmm. but you really kind of have to fit that into a either like a content block and mm-hmm. like, how is it going to be effectively received? Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you effectively communicate it too? So yeah. it's, it's a, a fine line that I, and I, I know why <laughs> marketing is such a huge thing for so many companies yeah. because it's, it's telling what the company does, who the company is, who are the people that work at the company? What's the mission? It, mm-hmm. it has a hand in every element and it, it's, it's nothing to <laughs> It's not not technical. Either. Yes, there's 100%. there's technical aspects. There's visuals. There's brand. There's so many parts of it. So it's a lot. Yeah, we kind of focus on more the branding side, and basically because of that, like marketing is can be so huge. We kind of like there's a like the hunting versus farming analogy. So mm-hmm. like branding is more like the hunting. You kind of go out the logo, you kill it, you bring it home, you skin it. Now you got a logo. Like yeah. farming is more like marketing, where we got to like tend to the garden and plant the seeds, and mm-hmm. we got to talk to the plants and nurture people. Like it's, it's a lot more like day-to-day work than I guess branding would be. Um, both very important and both going hand in hand with brand storytelling as a whole. But yeah, it is, it is not easy. Yeah. That's what we're both there a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so 
and kind of wrapping us up here a little bit, I'd love I'd love for you to kind of tell us what the future of Gold Mill Co. looks like for you. How how are you guys thinking about the future? Yeah, so future of Gold Mill in my mind is huge. Um, honestly, again, I, I've kind of pivoted this last couple of years to like being, I'm doing air quotes for the podcast audience, <laughs> um, the trade the designer um, to now like trade the CEO of Gold Mill where we're creating this space where other creatives can come in and and be in purpose. Yeah. Again, like I said earlier, my, I feel like my personal purpose is to create pathways to purpose. So I know for me to do that, I, have, I need to have a platform where people can also come in and, and be, them best, be their best selves. So um, yeah, building these different brands has allowed me to create a space where we're able to hire, start hiring people in 2020. We have a team of about five right now. Um, but I, what I see is like, a, a and especially I think for Tulsa, this doesn't exist yet, at least the way I've seen it. Just a, this creative hub where like, I guess, Big vision is at, for Gold Mill, we can be at a table in January and say, hey, guys, we got three months and we got $3 million. Like, what are we going to do? It could be a film. It could be another brand. It could be um, create this facility or this space and then let that be in the ecosystem, our Gold Mill ecosystem, and then we go to do the next thing. So that's kind of like big vision for Gold Mill. We have Greenwood Ave running. We'll probably launch a podcast in the next year, year and a half um, to go along with our uh, magazine and merch and video series. Um, we're going to launch a brand called XO, which is a basketball brand for arts and culture that I have this big give back component to it as well. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that'll be coming in 24. Um, there's a couple other things on the back burner, but it's really just about, again, creating these brands that uplift, inspire, and shine and, and becoming that hub for really people who feel creative and they want to do meaningful creative work, but not in the grind of like commercialism and like just selling for a profit, but want to do that meaningful work. I think Goldman is going to be that hub for uh, that type of work to be done in Tulsa and around the world. That's amazing. No, I I think that it doesn't exist here, uh, to, quite frankly. And I I think that there's a big appetite for it. I, I know so many creatives that are like, you know, don't necessarily want to go corporate mm-hmm. or you know want want to find a way to connect this, you know, maybe artistic expression mm-hmm. to something that is at least valuable to them in some way, yeah. uh, whether it's you know for their community or for their city. Uh, even more broad, it could be even more broader than that. Um, but that's awesome. I, I think it's, I think it's a big vision, and uh, I want to continue to support you guys in whatever way that we can. We appreciate uh, it. And and you know, maybe it's buying some merch. Yes, maybe it's grimbadav.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, uh, l- let's just pivot <clears throat> into that. How would you like uh, our audience to to get either in touch with the brands, or um, you know, maybe maybe you if they're interested in being creatives as well, like. What's a good way to get in, yeah. in touch? Um, so goldmill.co, goldmill.co is our website, um, which is really just our real right now. You know, agencies do themselves last, so you need to create that. Um, our brand is Greenwood Ave. It's at greenwoodave.com. You can subscribe to the magazine. Uh, you can purchase merch there. If you're subscribed, you actually get 21% off of merch throughout the year of your subscription, which is pretty cool. I love that. See what we did there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then, yeah, everything else will be flow through there. So um, there'll be some new things coming out. Our new magazine will come out in July. Um, we haven't, I don't know if I've said this anywhere else yet, but we are actually going to be in Barnes & Noble starting in uh, July um, for the magazine. So it'll be available there awesome. um, pretty soon as well. So really excited about that and just thankful to be able to get the word out more about, again, it's really purpose. Like I, I everything I do is a secret agent to just really get in the room and talk about purpose and yeah. like hopefully inspire people to um, be them best, be their best selves to uh, really find their purpose and, and not just live day to day, just, you know, wandering around. Like I want everybody to be purposeful. That's amazing. I, I think that's a, that's a great, great note for folks to, 
to hear and, and I hope it resonates with with our listeners that you can you can find purpose. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. I mean the podcast is grow with us, right? Yeah. We talked about the gardens and and for, for us for Gold Mill, like our last last year is really about being healthy mm-hmm. and healthy things grow. So if yeah. you can be healthy, you can grow. So well uh, yeah. So for grow with us, I think that'd be a, a, a you, you just gave us something there. Branding <laughs> genius over here. I'm I'm gonna have to listen to that, work it around, see go. what I can do with it. <laughs> uh, Trey, this has been great. Thank yes, you sir. so much. My pleasure, Evan. Thank you for listening to this episode of Grow With Us. Grow With Us is supported by Intulsa Initiatives. If you're interested in learning more about Intulsa services for job placement and workforce initiatives, please visit talent.intulsa.com. From there, you can join our talent network where you'll get access to our newsletter and our talent team will make sure you put the right opportunities on your radar. We will put the choice to pursue a new career and opportunities in your hands. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to be notified when more episodes of Grow With Us are released. Let us know what you think about how we're doing by rating and reviewing. It really helps. Grow With Us is edited and engineered by Rant9 Productions and Jesse Ulrich. This has been Grow With Us. Grow With Us.